I have a calling and my calling is that I want to help women to really shortcut their success. Number two, success is not about glorious wins. It's about taking a step back and letting other women shine as well. Welcome to episode 16 of Hungry Women at Work. I'm Navile Malloy and this is the podcast for the women in the classroom, the boardroom, the lab, the home office, the sports field, wherever you are, just trying to thrive without losing your soul. So here's another real life confession. We used to have a subject called guidance in primary school. I think it's the equivalent of life orientation or something to that effect today. In one of our lessons, the guidance teacher asked us to draw a picture of what we wanted to become one day when we grew up. I drew a picture of myself wearing a crown and a sash, and I wrote, When I grow up, I want to be Miss South Africa. Sounds like most little girls' dreams, right? But I was really serious about it because I wanted to save the starving kids in Africa, inspire women everywhere, and get to publicly thank my mommy for being my role model. You know the winning speech. Unfortunately though, nobody gave 10-year-old Navilia the memo that there was a height advantage needed. And being on the short side of life, I never quite um, grew into that dream. <laughs> Now, over the years, I must say, I've become quite personally disenchanted by beauty pageants and the messaging that these types of events convey to our young girls. The message that you have to be slender and tall and have a certain type of hair to be considered the most beautiful girl in the country. I know we could have an entire episode just on that alone. And if you think we should, please send me a note on our WhatsApp line or on our Instagram page and we'll definitely make an episode of it. But with that context in mind, imagine my intrigue when I received an email all the way from Singapore from Lucinda, who's from an organization called Soul Rich Woman. She said that they'd encountered Hungry Women at Work and found our podcast motivating and inspiring. Whoop, whoop! And would we be keen to feature their founder, Janisha Alwara, as a guest on the show? Her email listed all the topics that Janisha could talk to us about, such as how she built one of the leading women business support groups in Southeast Asia, her drive and reason for empowering women to go after what they want and to dream big, how she successfully manages a fully digital business working with remote employees from different parts of the world, or how to build and strengthen an entrepreneur's digital branding, or to move from offline to online. All great topics that I thought Hungry Women at Work listeners, including myself, could benefit from. But who was this woman really, I wondered. Only when I googled Janisha did I discover that she was named Southeast Asia Woman of Excellence in 2010 and was also, wait for it, a former Miss Singapore. I had to laugh as I recalled my dream as a 10-year-old girl. So I didn't get to wear the Miss South Africa crown, but here I am now, getting to talk to an ex-Miss Singapore who's using her talents to empower other women. 
What I really appreciated about Janisha's story is that her story didn't start because of winning a beauty pageant. She was not born into pretty privilege, as some people call it. But she's someone who started from humble beginnings and has worked hard to get to where she is today. And she wants to take other women along with her. As a multiple business owner, a speaker, and the founder of the biggest network of female entrepreneurs in Southeast Asia, Janisha shares her advice on how to start your own business. She tells us how to take your business from offline to online and how to work towards your goals, even if you're a mom whose only time alone is in the loo. <laughs> she also believes that as women alone, we are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. Take a listen. Hello, Janisha Aluwara, and thank you for joining us all the way from Singapore. Thanks for having me on your show. Janisha, um, it's really such a privilege to have you here um, on the show today, on the line with us. And um, I just want to get straight into it because I've told our listeners a bit more about you, but essentially you're the founder of Soul Rich Women, which is Southeast Asia's leading network for female entrepreneurs. You're also a business mentor, and then you're a serial entrepreneur yourself and a host of other things. So my first question has to be, when do you sleep? I, I, I don't think I ever sleep. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I usually sleep uh, usually after um, 12, but uh, I think the most important thing is making the day count. And then uh, before I sleep, I actually do my um, like kind of like mindset rituals and to kind of set the tone for the next day. So right. um, and then work my mind before I sleep. And then after that, the day that I wake up, I also work my mind to really, you know, set the tone of the day. Because I really believe that mindset work uh, is super important. It's not just about um, doing, doing, doing. It's about being, sure. doing, and ha having as well. So I really believe in that. That's why my network is called Soul Rich Woman. It's S-O-U-L. Yes. Because I believe that whether you are rich in life, rich in the, your bank account or rich in your soul or whichever areas of your life, it has to come from that um, that inner wealth, that inner soul, the inner heart of yours so that truly you can shine and function to the best in your zone of genius. Yeah. I love that. And I, I just want to say, uh, just thank you to you and your team for reaching out to us. It was such um, a privilege hearing from you all the way on that side of the world. And what really just when I got this email and checked out Soul Rich Woman online, there were just so many natural connections for me with Hungry Woman at Work, which is it's all good and well to be successful and to have the great bank account. But if your soul is empty, then really what does it matter? So I just, yeah, maybe tell us a little bit more about Soul Rich Woman and the heart behind creating this platform. I think for me, it started when I was, um, when I was 14 years old. I mean, I started this network 
because I really want to help women. But when I was 14, I had to support myself through school because my family, financially, we were not very sound. So in our education here in Singapore, um, I mean, the government do help us in the subsidy for our tuition fees, Mm -hmm. but still my family could not afford the rest of the remaining fees. So my mom pawned her gold and sent me to three certifications, which is yoga instructor, aerobics instructor, and being a line dancing instructor. Sure, okay. These three three certifications allowed me to venture, um, you know, what working life was like way before anybody has graduated from school, right? So moving forward, um, I I kind of had a first case of entrepreneurship when I was um, 18 years old, when I was still in school. But I'm asking myself, I only can work three days a week. How can I leverage my time in a single hour? So the whole idea was I supplied instructors. I gather one big group of instructors. I supplied, like, for example, 10 instructors. I take some commission from their work and then I make 10 times more than I usually make in a single hour. So that's how I understand unconsciously understood uh, what it meant to leverage my time. By the time I was, uh, you know, in 2006, I actually went to compete in Miss Singapore. And then I went on to, I, I won and then I represented Singapore and then I went to do many things, you know. But uh, I was also an image consultant, uh, trained and certified. However, by 2011, I was struggling with a quarter-life crisis. I was asking myself, you know, do I see myself doing, uh, tr- uh, like, trading time for money? If I work, I get paid. Yes. I work, I get paid. I don't work, I don't get paid. <laughs> Although my clientels were, like, uh, CEOs, companies, politicians, um, and decision-makers, but I just feel that something was missing. So eventually I went online after spending hundreds of thousands of dollars buying different courses, going some for masterminds. I eventually, uh, by 2012, uh, in three months, I made my first $100,000 just online. And wow. then in 12 months, I crossed my very first million. What? Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, wow. so that, that really opened up my mind because it really showed that online is possible because when you have not done it, it's not possible. Yes. Right? You only see other people doing it. So I took my, I cashed out my first pot of gold and then <laughs> I invested uh, in a cafe retail chain, which is an off, offline thing. Okay. I have to, to share this backstory because it's super important to why I still want to do um, a women network and why do I still want to help women yes. because when I was still doing my cafe retail chain um, we started in Singapore then we went to Malaysia then we went to Indonesia we had seven outlets uh, seven franchisees and 11 licensees after four years we exited to a public listed company so same thing during the period I was based in Indonesia and I was feeling something was missing. So even though what? I was successful, wow. even though I, I had like, you know, multiple franchise uh, franchisees under us and licensees under us and I was managing the Indonesia side, I was still feeling something was empty, feeling I was still missing something, right? And all these years I've been helping women 
um, in you know looking good, feeling great, you know, because I was the image consultant. I said there must be something that I'm not aligned. So with just a webcam and internet in Indonesia, because I was quite busy with my retail offline work, um, I eventually went online to do webinars uh, every single Wednesday. It's called Webinar Wednesday. <laughs> it has this whole, it has those, this whole jingle, jingle in it. You know, it's like okay, with just the internet and webcam, I, I was using. Um, uh, last time I was using Google Hangouts and I was doing this webinar every single Wednesday, streaming live at 9 p.m. sharp, okay, where I share all my online experiences Ooh. with the women out there. So, so that was how I got started Soul Rich Woman part-time while I was running my full-time retail chain business because retail outlets are very um, heavy, which means like it's like, you know, we are running, managing different countries yes. and then there's so many things to look into, you know, so it's not easy. And doing this online thing makes me so much happier. So oh. I knew from that instant when I was doing this online thing, I was like, you know, having clients, I was doing coaching from online. I was like, wow, there must be something more out there for me, you know, not just the retail business. So when my yeah. partner all agreed to exit the business, which we would want to build to sell, I was so happy. I was like, okay, please take my shares, you know, <laughs> please take, take all, take it all, take it all, you know, give me back my money, you know, and take it all. So, so that's how I got started. Why? Because I was, I have, that I have a calling and my calling is that I want to help women to really shortcut their success. Number two, Success is not about glorious wins. It's about taking a step back and letting other women shine as well. Because I was, you know, on TV, on radio, I have a you know, media network. I have like gone through the, the hard knocks, you know, uh, starting at a very young age. I have run a retail chain before. We've built and exited, uh, you know, successfully for our businesses. So yeah. I can see that there's so much knowledge to be shared uh, to the women out there and I want to help women to own the F word which is being fabulous <laughs> having freedom and financial independence so that's how so much women in a nutshell got, <laughs> got started right and, and it's very fun because I, I think that I, I've not done networking the last six years ever since I started my online thing and I must say uh, Navilia is that really really truly you know when you know and understand the power of online and women can have like two, four hours a day, let's say if you need kids, you know, the beauty of it is even though you have children, you, you need to take care of your husband, a household, or even you're busy at work, yes. you still can make, make it online, you know, you still can do something for yourself online. For example, you could, you know, share your, you know, experience online to help someone, right, online. You know, you can share, you can get clients online, you can get recognition, you can get branding online. There's so many things that we can do, right? Sure. So by, by doing this um, Soul Rich Woman, it really made me so excited. It's going to be my legacy. And that's how I see this whole entire platform. That's why it's not called Janisha Alora Network. Yes. It's called Soul Rich Woman, right? So ah. that's why, because everyone wow. is a soul rich woman. Navilia, you are a soul rich woman. Thank you. You are focused. You are determined. Someone who, you know, stay true to her heart. And truly, you are fabulous. And you, are, you have your own freedom of choice. And you have your own financial independence. So that's what it's all about. Mm. I feel like you've just preached, motivated, and just like 
released me to greater things all in one go. And so I, I really want to, I want to salute you for that. But it's also an encouragement to other women because sometimes what we do as women is we look at someone's story and we, we see them at a point in their life. So someone looking at you now sees the self-made <laughs> success story, but they don't know all the work. They don't know about all those webinar Wednesdays that you had to put in week after week. And I read online where you were saying, one of your articles, you were saying the first time you went out and um, you streamed your, your webinar and you had zero people watching. And the next time it was one. And the next time it was 10. But on and on, it wasn't an overnight success story. So what are some of the the principles from your own life and through your experience that you have learned that that enable one to go from a small seed of opportunity to ultimately seeing success materialize? Wow, I love this question. I think the first piece will be being confident about who you are and where you want to go. Right. I think by knowing the, where you want to go roughly, you can reverse engineer wh what to do next. So I think that's the very first piece, right? Mm. So if you don't know what to do, then really find a mentor, find a coach to help you to identify where what's your next step and where you should be at. Good. Now in the online space, uh, consistency is the baseline. Eight, seven, six, seven years ago when I first started going online, I mean, you can just go on once a week or you can just, you know, um, sometimes you post, you sometimes you don't post. Yeah, you can be on and off. But really, truly, in essence now, if you are not consistent, you will not be heard. Yes. So that's the baseline, right? So if you want to be heard, you want to be found, you want to be loved, you want to have more clients, more opportunities, you have to keep showing up, right? So sure. being consistent is key. So it's the next, next one. So confidence, consistency. And last one is knowing where, uh, you know, what is your, what is your, you know, kind of like things you want to, market right what is your voice yes what yes. what is it that that piece that you want to be because you want to be authentic online so now that you know where you want to go so you have to start now and then now that you are you can be consistent and you choose to be consistent then the question will be how can i stay authentic marketing the the products or services online so this piece is a very big piece that I, I really feel that it's very important. So here's an actionable strategy for you right now, which is to really look through your website, your social media, and really shut down places that you no longer tend to. Why do you open Brilliant. so many, uh, build so many houses that has um, corpse webs of spiders <laughs> or cockroaches <laughs> and rats and ants in them, right? I, I mean, like, that. why do you I have that. things? <laughs> yeah, so why do you have all these channels and then you are not maintaining it? Or rather, you choose three, if not two, of your best time where you can use based on which is your target audience or where your target audience is at. Focus on these platforms instead and then make it work for you rather than be everywhere, then be nowhere. Remember this, sell to everybody, sell to nobody. Speak to one 
speak to many. So when wow. you identify that that piece, that one place, right? You want to focus and be authentic by finding that that hanging overhanging theme, so that you can be truly what we call a uh, consistent online finding that message rather than being a schizophrenia, you know, or sometimes we call bipolar. <laughs> sometimes you go to Instagram, you're like one person and then you go to Facebook, you're another person and then you go to LinkedIn, you're another person, you know. That's like three in one. Having been someone who's in this space for so many years, is there a superpower or a secret skill that women, that you've seen in your encounters with women entrepreneurs that this is what can separate those who are just trying out from those who actually make a success out of it? Wow. I think the fine line between a woman who is truly successful or really consider someone who is entrepreneurial or not, I think really boils down to how she views herself and the world, which is you know, being, are you, are you, are you owning the F word? Are you giving away your power? Or are you owning your power? I think that's one. And then the second one that I see is playing small or playing big. That's the second one. Sure. That's a number big one. Number three will be, that, number three will be stepping out of comfort zone or do you stay to be in your safe zone? So I think these are the three pieces, yeah, that I really can see if the women, they cross all um, these three main hurdles, usually they will, will be successful because I find that for women sometimes it's never just about the technical skills yes. it's about the why it's about the internal noise that we have to address Absolutely. our limiting beliefs that we yes. have to address and after we address all these pieces and suddenly the woman becomes this superwoman gets transformed and then goes into <laughs> this you know it is like superwoman mode you yes. know so it's, it's very different yeah so that, that's what I see so playing uh, uh, yeah a lot of them don't see that they can do it because they have not seen other people do it. Or maybe like what you mentioned earlier, Novilio, like, oh, maybe the other person has done it. So I'm looking at this person, maybe the, she's born with a silver spoon or, yes. you know, she's so successful. Mm. How can I be like her? Yes. So that's why, that's why in our network, we are quite smart. We help more women to succeed and we share their success stories with them. So that seeing is believing because empowered wow. women empower others, yeah. right? I love so that. by having this mindset and this flow of energy, it's no longer about Janisha being that successful person. It's always about that person. That's why soul rich woman, that's why I said you are a soul rich woman. The, your listeners, whoever who's listening today, you are a soul rich woman as well. Right? Powerful. You can be a soul rich woman who own the F word. So it's always about you. So quit playing small, quit thinking, start doing. I want to ask a little bit about how does one achieve the things that you dream of, your dreams, um, your goals, while maintaining balance? And I know balance looks differently to each woman and given your situation so for a mom with small kids balance is going to look very different for someone who's got older kids or doesn't yet have kids for example but so in a season of trying to achieve your dreams how does one maintain balance i think it comes in different forms for me it's 
taking off days, like um, in a week, I set my off day to be on a Friday. So I plan my schedule quite a fair bit. I, I don't really believe, uh, yeah, yes, I'm quite a, like, momentum, uh, how do I say, it? in the moment, okay, let's go and do something. So I'm quite in the moment person. Okay. However, when it comes to growing a business, you have to schedule it in, right? Because mm. if it's not scheduled, it's not real. Yes. Right? If it's not scheduled, it's not real, right? Yes. So you want to be knowing that. So I think this is one piece that is important. So I take my Fridays off. So usually I think my Fridays off, like, and then, I, I kind of uh, continue to work on uh, on we- my on the weekends on the things I want to do wow. because there is in the big picture there is work with on my business with my team yeah right and then w- with my team of uh, 21 and then myself being having my own dreams like you said yes. there are other projects in my mind I want to do right so over the weekend I will spend time looking at these projects with uh, with Mothers with kids, usually, like you said, you know, kids who are very young versus kids with teenagers are quite different. Yes. So usually I will advise them to look into two to four hours a day if possible. And sometimes some of them don't even have time. Yeah. And then I'll just say, do you have time in the toilet? You know, do you go and <laughs> pee and poop, right? <laughs> then, then they will laugh. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the truth, right? And then they say, oh, but my kids will be Knocking at me. the I say, door. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes. You, 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 but you lock yourself up 30 minutes. It's, it's all you need to do your social media. Write something, post something. Just spend 30 minutes, right? So it's, it's awesome. not about success means that it's more hours in a single day. Because I think a lot of people have misconception like, Success means making that $10 million. Success means working 24 hours a day or 16 hours, like some of what other people are saying. But yes. most importantly, what what it feels good for you to make that progress. So imagine mm. what is that 1% every single day that you can do and that you can put in. So if that, that 1% to you is just 30 minutes versus that usual no time versus that usual 5 minutes, then that 1% is your 30 minutes. And by the end of 365 days, you will have accomplished way more than what you usually have done. So uh. don't compare yourself to other people by saying, that, oh, no, you know, you are single, I'm married, yes. you have three kids, I have five kids. And it goes <laughs> on and on, right? I'm like, please, whatever is your time that is given to you, allocate it and schedule it, right? Put it into your timetable. Whether it's 30 minutes to four hours, it doesn't matter. Just put it in so that you lock it down and there's always 1% progress every single day just remember keep running until your bank account looks like your phone number I love that. I, I saw that on your site and I absolutely love that because we've got, I mean, it's a 10-digit. Phone number is a 10-digit. And so you're back. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love that. I want to transition us to a section of the show called Rapid Fire. I fire a question mm-hmm. at you and you just say the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Okay, here we go. A book that's changed the way you think about work. Rich debt, poor debt. A gadget or app that helps you work smarter. My iPhone. (laughs) Your advice to your younger self. Mm, Don't give up. Keep on pushing through. And it's okay whatever that's happened. Just um, continue to love yourself. 
three things that keep you centered. Having my me time, playing with my cats, my three cats, and then um, watching movies. Nice. One thing you do to overcome distraction. Off my phones. <laughs> how how do you keep your soul in check? Oh, I love that. Um, is to really uh, you know do centering work every single day and um, and always visualizing that uh, the big vision that I have, which is to empower one million women. Wow, wow! Your advice to younger working women. Learn the ropes. Don't be in a haste. Always be patient with your process. Sometimes it's never just about the outcomes, because only through the journey that you will learn exactly what you need to learn at the very moment. Beautiful. Your advice to senior women leaders. Continue to have some time for yourself while guiding your team to grow. Really look into, besides your career advancement, you also have some time to nurture the younger generation so that you know your life can be meaningful and fulfilled at the same time. Powerful. Wow, absolutely powerful. Um, where can people get hold of you? Uh, where should they reach out to you if they'd like to know more and get connected to you? Uh, you can go to my website, which is soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-E-N.com. So if you would like to learn how to delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can function in your zone of genius, then I highly recommend you to check that out. We have that on the website for you to download. Why didn't you uh, tell me this really sooner? Because I feel like that's what I need. I should have spent most of this interview talking about that. I need, <laughs> that is a skill I need in my life right now. Yeah, because a lot of women don't know how to outsource. They, yes. they can outsource, but they don't really know how to do it. And I'm not talking about hiring. It's just a mindset to cross the first hurdle where do you... So the question will be, do you go spa? Yes. Do you go do your manicure, pedicure? Do you do your hair massage, your body massage, right? Yeah. If you say yes, then you would have $10, $50 to outsource every single week or every single month. Nice. Either A, to hire a helper to take care of your baby so that you can have time for your business. So that's one. B is to look into, you know, this $50, you can free up five hours a week for you to be in your zone of genius where truly is your purpose, is your soul calling, right? Mm. Then function in that, right? So these are the two main pieces that we really want to help women to achieve as well because to own the F word, to have freedom, of choice and have financial independence, it got to start somewhere and you can't be a slave to time. Yes. Right? So you have to do something and leverage time. Mm. Well, I love that. Um, I, you've challenged me and I'm going to think about how I can free up and delegate something this week. So thank you for, for that encouragement. I, I know your ultimate vision is um, to empower one million women. Uh, but apart from that, in 10 years' time, what would make you smile? The success of other women. Because, like I said, success is not about glorious wins. It's about taking a step back and allowing women to shine as well. 
having a network allowing them to leverage on our resources, our our knowledge and our network, I think that's really something that I'm looking forward. So yeah, we start small and then we grow over time because alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Come on, what a perfect note to end out on. I would have loved to chat to you a lot more, but thank you so much for the wisdom that you've shared with us today. Thank you for making the time all the way from the East. It has been an absolute delight chatting to you today and we wish you every success as you I know through this network you are a few hundred women closer to your one million dream and thank you for allowing us to be part of that bigger vision thank you Navila. give your brand a voice with audio dashes for podcasting IVR and audio content solutions Check us out at audiodacious.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's listener question is a lot more serious and gut-wrenching in nature and actually came in the form of a conversation with a friend a few days ago. Now, we all know that gender-based violence is a huge problem throughout the world. But in South Africa, our nation has become crippled by escalating reports of violence against women and especially against children. Over the past few weeks, it's become a national outcry and many of us are personally grieved by the state of our nation. A friend contacted me recently and said that One of the hardest things for a woman who's been violated or abused to have to further endure is what to do immediately after the violation has taken place. She asked me two questions. How do we get the message of support and advice out there to the woman who doesn't have access? And could we not perhaps talk about this issue on hungry women at work? Now, I know that's not typically what we'd talk about on this show, But honestly, I couldn't think of a more important conversation to have right now. But a short response at the end of an episode just won't do it justice. So our next episode will take on a slightly different format as we talk about the root causes of gender-based violence and how we as a society can be part of the solution. If you'd like to add your comments or questions around that in the meantime, please send me a note on WhatsApp on plus two seven zero six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. Also, please remember to subscribe to Hungry Women at Work on iTunes, Iono FM, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Till next time, keep thriving at work without losing your soul.